What's the good word podcast listener? I use a robot voice due to losing my speech after multiple strokes in 2019. This way I get to do what I love most. This. If you would like to see the video version of this or any other Bigfoot video or documentary go to ghoststhathuntbacktv.com. San Antonio 911, police, fire, or EMS? I'm not real sure, ma'am. Um, I just watched the biggest crit. It was a critter, but it, it smelled real bad. I'm a homeless female. I live right in the middle of the woods, around 151 to north of Claiborne, 1604, where the light is. Uh-huh. This big thing was 75 feet away from me, smells awful, devoured a old deer carcass, and then took off and, like, screamed, screeched, and took off across the street. And I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm dead serious. There was something very big, bigger, a lot bigger than me, <laughs> out here. So, it's probably somebody should know. I really okay. don't know what you can do about it. Um, How long ago did this happen? This is, um, I won't, like, immediately. Like, I just, yeah. I don't know if animal control. I mean, it's... Okay, okay, now tell me, where was it? This was at 151 in Calabria? Okay, yeah, like, you know, the light at 151, just up from Calabria on 16, like on 1604, where 1604 split, and you can get off on the access road to Calabria, or you can take 151. Right. That light right there is, yes, right in there. It is a very large, hairy animal of some kind. <laughs> now, was it standing on two or four? Or? Well, if I told you it was standing on two legs, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm serious. It ran off at breaking limbs and trees. And it kind of screeched, howled, and <laughs> a very creepy, scary thing. Because, like I said, I, I live in a tent. Um, we're in the woods. So, I never... Yes, ma'am. I'm a homeless female. I live in a tent in the woods, and I just saw this freaky, scary, very large creature devour a deer and run off across the road. So, um, okay. I don't know. Is there any way that we can have an officer contact you? Uh, yeah, I guess it's his number. Um, but I'd really prefer, like, animal control or somebody bigger than me. But I appreciate it. I just thought somebody should know that there's a very large animal in the vicinity. Now, the deer was walking around and, you know, the deer was dead <laughs> and it got devoured. Well, it was a carcass. Okay, and do you see signs of, of, of a dead deer, blood, or whatever? Um, actually, ma'am, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go check it out right at the moment. Is that okay? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but but I, I'm waiting for daylight. I got, I don't own anything but a machete and a hatchet, so I'm kind of creeped out. I just thought, like I said, I thought somebody should know there's a very large something big enough to eat a deer and as a Are predator. Are you with someone there? Uh, yes, ma'am. Did they see it too? Yes, ma'am. How about, how about if I had an officer contact you guys out there? Um... 
I'm not going to leave my camp right at the moment. I mean, I, if they want to come look at the light, she wants an officer to meet us. Um, yeah. Right, Carol? <laughs> we're not leaving where we're at, is what we're trying to say. Okay. I'm a little bit scared and it's raining, and um, I just want somebody to maybe check it out in the okay. morning when it's not dark. Well, um, what I can do right now is I can have an officer patrol that area. Which direction did it run? It ran across um, the, the light at 151, like towards the water tower on two feet, like my husband said. Just wanted to make a documentation and have animal control. Had you ever seen or heard anything like this before? No, ma'am. Tracks on this area. Somebody, 
emergency units are going to send a patrol around the area. So, and yes, she can call. Send you the light and tell them. Send the light. Get the light. And tell them the sirens. And sound your sirens. Okay, I'll come out of the woods. And talk to you. Kentucky Encounter slash Grayson County I was black powder hunting alone on private property. The property has a gated entrance and I parked my four-wheeler there and normally walked in the remaining 150 to 200 yards to my elevated deer stand. As I shut my four-wheeler off and put on my backpack, I heard a very large limb snap and thought it was a deer or animal moving around maybe 20 yards away. So I didn't think anything about it gathered my gun and hunting stuff and started walking down the two-track trail without my flashlight on due to having good enough light from the moon to see where I was walking. I hunted here a long time and knew the trail, this trail ended in a 15-acre hayfield surrounded by old-growth timber. As I walked in the dark, I quickly realized something was paralleling my every step just inside the woods. I walked and stopped and it would do the same. By the time I realized I might have a problem on my hands it was too late to go back to the four-wheeler so I picked up my pace and made a beeline for my deer stand. When I got within 10 yards from the stand, I heard another large limb snap really close to the edge of the field on my left. I stopped turned my flashlight on and shined in that direction, I seen two glowing green eyes about 10 inches apart, instinctively I raised my rifle and stomped my foot at it and yelled get out of here not really sure what I was seeing. It just blinked its eyes once and never moved. I could not make out any details just that it may have been crouched down due to the proximity of the eyes to the ground. When whatever this was didn't run like most non-predatory animals would do, I realized in that instant the best thing to do was bolt up my ladder and get in the stand as quickly as possible. This, whatever it was, was no more than 8 steps away and if I shot at it, I would have been blinded by the muzzle flash and it might attack if I missed in the dark and not having a way to reload quickly, I made an evasive move. The rest of time I waited in the stand for daybreak it circled my stand just out of light shine, approximately one minute before daybreak I heard bipedal steps go into the woods where it had followed me from. I waited till daylight and quickly made my way back to my four-wheeler. As I jumped on the machine and just before I fired it up, I heard another branch or limb snap loudly in the woods off the trail and behind me. I left the area and went back home and cut the week-long hunt short and didn't return until the following spring. I've never hunted the same way again since and rarely go in before or after dark on foot unless I absolutely have to and if I do, I always have a sidearm. I've since sold that property and hunt in my home state of Indiana and I can honestly say one thing for sure. If I had had a shotgun or high-powered rifle in my hand with more than one shot, I felt threatened enough to use it that day. This thing wasn't scared of me at all and it changed the way I look at the woods and forests forever. Thinking back on that morning and the days leading up, I now remember that I hadn't seen the normal wildlife signs and visual activity I normally seen. I saw two Sasquatches last night. I will preface this story by attempting to emphasize just how squatchy I felt when I woke up yesterday morning. That may be impossible, however. I had a dream in which I detained a Sasquatch, but let it go out of mercy. That should say something about me. Now that you know my heart is pure, let's get to the story. Today was my daughter's birthday and her mother told me they were going to a pizza parlor in Santa Monica at 7 p.m. I felt horrible to have to no-show, but I also knew the Squatch was waiting for me. After explaining how sorry I was that I had forgotten a contractual obligation, and how I would make it up to her, I was finally on course for my date with destiny. Upon arriving at my own secret stomping ground located within four hours of Los Angeles, the Dusk was introducing himself. I decided to drink a six-pack of Budweiser before engaging the field. Today I had a feeling he was expecting me, 
I can't explain it. My first power knock fell on deaf ears. As did the second, third, fourth. And crack. Gentlemen, we have a response. Assuming that I am being watched by possible numerous Sasquatches, I hit the deck, rolled about 20 yards to my left into a bush and listened. I listened carefully. I had confused the Squatch, I had one round one. That time I was lucky. This must have either been a juvenile or a Sasquatch that had a mental deformation. I saw it walk right out into the open, a 20 feet by 20 feet rocky circle, surrounded by pine trees. At that moment I quietly reached for my camera. The Sasquatch in the open was still just standing there. Just as I was lifting the camera toward my eyes, I heard a roar so thunderous that I let out a small whimper. A roar that originated from no more than three feet behind me. It was a trap. My life flashed before my eyes. As I lied there, paralyzed in fear the second Sasquatch started urinating on me. He had no intention of harming me. I started to cry. They immediately disappeared, like ghosts. The Sasquatches wanted to prove a point, and prove a point they did. I think it's safe to say the Squatch has won round two. My younger sister, my mom and myself were visiting my uncle and aunt who lived on a farm near a prairie home in Missouri. It was during June, sometime between 1973 to 1976. I only know the month for certain as we were on summer vacation and we always took it at the same time. My uncle had gone into town for a farm meeting so at the house was me, my sister, my mom and two aunts. It was around 10 p.m. at night. It was very hot and humid and all the doors and windows were open, my uncle did not like air conditioning. My sister and I were getting ready for bed and the head of the bed was up against the window, which was open and had a sheer curtain hanging from it. My mom and aunts were in the living room watching TV which was right across from where we were sleeping. The front door was open which faced the living room as were two very large picture windows also open. All of a sudden there was a loud screaming coming from outside it sounded like a woman slash man slash animal, certainly not human sounding, the noise made the hair on your arms stand up. The screaming was coming from up the hill from the house and you could hear it getting closer to the door of the house. My aunt being born on the farm was not at all scared and she came running into the bedroom grabbed her shotgun and was actually going to go outside and confront whatever it was. My aunt told my mom that she had never heard anything like that ever, and she was over 70 years old born and raised on the farm. My other aunt and mom started screaming for her not to go out and my mom shut the front door and yelled for us to get up and come into the living room. As we were going into the living room the screaming at this point was coming from outside the front door. My aunt screamed she was going to shoot whatever it was through the front door. It was then that the thing crossed over in front of the picture windows. 
What we saw was the shape slash outline of a man about 7 foot tall or taller very large frame it appeared to be hunched over as it walked so as not to hit its head on the roof overhang maybe. It was dark outside and that is all we could see through the sheer curtains that were hanging up. The thing kept walking and began to beat on the house several times. My aunt and mom opened the front door as my mom turned she saw the leg of the thing. She said it was a very hairy large man's leg. My aunt at first thought it was her grandson playing a joke trying to scare us, until my mom screamed and when that happened the thing screamed also. The thing went around the corner of the house and was gone. When my uncle and his grandson got home they went out looking for this thing but nothing was ever located. The smell it left behind was a burning skunk smell. We have talked about this for many, many, years. My mom when she recanted the story was always shook up over it. My aunt, not the one who lived on the farm, would not talk about it. I remember what happened that night very clearly and will never forget it or the sound it made. Am I a believer? Heck yes. Anne Arundel County Police looked for a mysterious 12-foot creature yesterday, but it's unclear whether an officer and witnesses spotted an animal or maybe, they joked, the imaginary Loch Ness monster from the Severn River. A police department spokesman confirmed a report of a strange sighting in Hanover just after midnight yesterday near the Arundel Mills Mall construction site. But witnesses said the 12-foot-tall, upright, black thing ran past them so fast they weren't sure what it was. Construction workers who were napping in a van called police, who dispatched an off-duty officer working security at the mall site to investigate. The workers, who had fled to a nearby fast-food restaurant for safety, were reluctant to return to the construction site with the officer said Sergeant Joseph Jordan. But the workers finally agreed to show the officer where they had seen the creature. After a brief search, the officer found a footprint about 15 to 20 inches long, Jordan said. Officers contacted the State Department of Natural Resources, which reported a recent sighting of two bears near Interstate 295, Jordan said. However, the print seemed rather large and long for a bear print, police said. When the workers and the officer later caught another glimpse of what appeared to be the animal near a pond also on the site, the workers ran, police said. The off-duty officer stayed and reported seeing two animal-like eyes in the dark, though he couldn't tell what it was, police said. In case the creature was a bear, the officer continued to stay in the area it was last seen, occasionally shining his spotlight around the pond, Jordan said. About 3 a.m., the officer saw what appeared to be an animal lying on a hill near the pond though it's unclear whether it was the same animal spotted earlier, police said. The officer blew an air horn several times, but it didn't jerk or move at all, Jordan said. Anyone who sees a large animal should keep a safe distance and immediately call 911, Jordan said. Police do not believe it was a person. It had fur, Jordan said. But, he said, whatever it was disappeared before the mystery could be solved. I was fishing on the north bank of the river and noticed a stray large mixed-breed dog showing a lot of interest on the south bank. This area has about 100 feet open area before it becomes wooded. The dog suddenly started to bark and jumped at something that stood up in the brush near the river. This animal, the best terms I can describe, stood approximately 7 to 8 feet and had the shape of a slouching human, full dark brown matted hair covering the body. The creature was making a ticking sound, hard to describe. The dog lunged at it and quickly was slammed to the ground by the creature. By this time, I was wading across the shallow area of the river and caught a scent of this animal, reminded me of a heavy musk smell, kind of like that of a fox. The dog ran away and the creature started to walk into the woods. I tried to walk behind it, but I was in waders and lost sight of the creature. I did see the dog a bit later and it had blood on its mouth and backside. I drove to a phone in Sykesville and called the police. I was told to return to the scene and wait.
It took me about three minutes to get back, and a police cruiser, state police, was already there. I was immediately told to leave the area. I returned an hour later and noticed several state vehicles and one federal vehicle as well as police, the area was taped off. I could see people combing the area, I was told once again to leave. I tried for several days to get answers from state official but never got an answer. I called WJZ, Woolenmer about the incidents and each seemed very interested. I contacted each station later and was told that they had no idea of an incident and did not want to talk to me. That's about it, I was very frustrated by this. I have reported this incident to only a few sources over the years. If you have any information, I would appreciate it.